0: Good morning, good friends, and grace and peace to you. I am Reverend Beverly Edwards, the associate pastor for pastoral care of this church, and it is my great pleasure to welcome you to this service from wherever you are. This is Reverend Rebecca's sabbatical time, and so between me and Reverend Floyd, we will be doing the services for the next several weeks. And it is such a pleasure to be with you, no matter who you are or who you love or where you come from or what you believe you are welcome here in the united congregational church of little compton and now let us worship god
1: Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Rick Floyd and I am the guest worship leader today while your pastor Rebecca Floyd Marshall who is also my daughter is on sabbatical. I welcome you to join us for worship wherever you are and whoever you are. You are welcome to join us if your faith is strong or your faith is weak or your faith is somewhere in the middle, like the rest of us. No matter what you look like or who you love, wherever you are on life's journey, you are welcome here at the United Congregational Church of Little Compton, Rhode Island. We're glad you're here. Let us worship God. us pray. Almighty God, you sent Jesus, our good shepherd, to gather us together. May we not wander from his flock, but follow wherever he leads us, listening for his voice and staying near him until we are safely in your fold to live with you forever through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us that when we pray, we should say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation
2: Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 11 through 18. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away. And the wolf snatches them and scatters them. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the father loves me because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my father.
1: Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Amen. I am the Good Shepherd, Jesus said to them. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Later, after he was crucified, the disciples recalled his words, and they realized that he was the Good Shepherd, the one who loved and care for the sheep, even at the cost of his own life. Jesus is the Good Shepherd. The Greek word "kalos," which is translated here as good, means good in the ideal sense, as in Plato's philosophy. Plato put forth the idea, for example, that for every real chair, there was an ideal of chairness, for which particular chairs were but replicas. The Kalos chair is the ideal prototype of a chair. Likewise, Jesus is the ideal shepherd or the model shepherd. This Eastertide, let us reflect on Jesus, the model shepherd, who did not keep his own life either from danger or from his neighbor. And let us contrast that with a contemporary emphasis on keeping our own lives. We want not only to keep our lives, but to keep our lives from our neighbor. How much of our politics these days is dominated by the fear of our neighbor, fear of our borders that need a wall, fear of the immigrant who is different and dangerous, fear of those who don't look like us, fear of crime, fear that our neighbor might be getting something at our expense. If we would keep our life, we imagine, then we must keep it from danger and from our neighbor. But that is not Jesus' way. The love of God doesn't keep itself at arm's length from our neighbor. Jesus says, The Good Shepherd isn't like the hired hand. And what is the hired hand like? The hired hand is more like a -a rent-a-cop. There's a great scene in the movie Batman Returns where Catwoman, played by Michelle Pfeiffer, is busting up villainous Shrek's department store when two security guards approach her. She brandishes her whip and growls at them and they quickly withdraw saying, hey lady, we only get minimum wage here. They are just hired hands. Jesus says that the hired hand runs away at the first sight of danger and leaves the sheep to the wolves. Jesus' description of the Good Shepherd would have set off bells with his hearers. Recall that both Moses and David were shepherds, and the kings of Israel were often called shepherds of the people. And the prophet Ezekiel had prophesied against false and wicked shepherds. So, Jesus' hearers, who for decades had had assorted Herods as their kings and corrupt Sadducees running the temple, didn't have to look very far for false shepherds. And this just isn't ancient history, is it? Every age knows it's crooked politicians who only look out for themselves. It's slick pastors in pursuit of a paycheck and it's cops not protecting the people they're supposed to serve. We know as well as they did the difference between the Good Shepherd and the Hired Hand. And one of the differences is that the Hired Hand works under a contract, but the Good Shepherd works out of a relationship. In Jesus' case, a relationship rooted in the intimate, loving relationship that Jesus has with the Father. As Jesus says, I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. When I was in the second grade, a boy in my Sunday school class named Kim was killed when he overshot the mark on his sled, went into the road, and was hit by a car. Nobody I knew had ever died before and his death left quite an impression on me. I remember my mother and father sitting me down and telling me the sad news. Sometime later that year, Kim's family donated a stained glass window to our little church in his memory. In bright reds and blues, it had a picture of a shepherd boy and a little lamb looking up at him. There seemed to be a tender bond between the boy and the lamb and I imagined that the shepherd would protect the lamb from harm and go in search of it when it became lost. It was comforting for me to think that Kim was somehow safe in God's protection, like the lamb was with the shepherd. I saw that window every Sunday for the rest of my growing up years until I moved away to go to college. Two weeks later, my mother died. I came home for her funeral, which was at that church, and I sat near Kim's window of the shepherd boy and the lamb. I felt lost then and at various other times in my life, and the image of that shepherd has always comforted me. Here is one who loves us, looks out for us, not passively, but always actively seeking us out when we were in need. That seeking out is what makes Jesus the Good Shepherd. He knows his sheep and he loves them. He will lay down his life for them. The willing act of self-giving by Jesus at his crucifixion is transformed by God from a tragedy into something quite new. The resurrection is God's active power power then to raise Jesus, power now available to us all in the new life he offers us. The world doesn't understand this different kind of power, the power that doesn't hold on to safety and privilege, but reaches out in love. George Floyd's murder would have gone unpunished, except for the courage and risk of the strangers that stopped to record his murder on their phones. They didn't know him, but they knew what they were seeing was wrong. They recognized his humanity. They risk running afoul of the powers that be to help a stranger. That is what life with Jesus is like. The paradox at the heart of the gospel is that Jesus laid down his life so that we might have life, a life like his. He said, I came that you might have life and have it abundantly. The life we are born with is an abundant life. Perhaps that's why it never seems like it's enough. The consumer society is based on life which is never satisfied. Life with an endless list of wants and needs. What a contrast this is to life with God as portrayed in the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want or more accurately, therefore I lack nothing. In Tennessee Williams play, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, Big Daddy Pollitt, dying of cancer, sees our grasping world quite clearly. He said, The human animal is a beast that dies, and if he's got money, he buys and buys and buys. And I think the reason he buys everything he can buy is that in the back of his mind, he has the crazy hope that one of his purchases will be life everlasting, which it can never be. He's right. You can't buy life everlasting. Jesus shows us that real life is not about getting and keeping. Abundant life is life given, life shared, life not kept from the neighbor. Such life is not about walls, but about bridges. Such life is risky, dangerous, joyful, wonderful, but above all, real. It is new life, life lived under the shadow of the cross. It is Easter life, it is the life of the flock that calls Jesus shepherd, And such life lacks nothing. Amen. Let us pray. Holy one, draw near to your people and hear our prayers. We are your people, O God, the sheep of your pasture, the flock you have gathered. Lead us beside still waters. Teach us your way of righteousness. Feed our souls through Jesus, our good shepherd. Give us eyes and hearts to discern the good from the bad, the true from the false, and let us follow Jesus, the man for others, as our model for how to be trustworthy and true, kind and merciful. Holy One, you are the healing we long for, and we ask that you bring your healing presence to all who suffer in mind, body, or spirit, and all those who care for them. Especially this day, O God, we pray for Thomas, Lisa and her family, Kate, Linda, Karen, Kay, Dennis, Miles, Lee, Archie, Anne, Ginny, and Melinda. Holy One, you are our comfort and our peace. Draw near today to all who are grieving, in particular hold in your tender care, the family and friends of Laurie Goodnow and the family and friends of Lee. Gracious God, we pray for all who are in crisis, all who are suffering from trauma, fear, and loss, all who struggle with mental illness or addiction. We pray today, especially for all those who have been affected by gun violence. We pray for our divided nation, so full of hate and bigotry. We pray for the family of George Floyd, and for all who lost loved ones at the hands of police. And we pray for all law enforcement officers that they may carry out their difficult duties fairly with equal justice for all. Enlarge our hearts to greater compassion and guide us and our leaders to work for equity and justice for the most vulnerable among us. Holy One, lead us from fear to faith, from death to life, from falsehood to truth. Lead us from despair to hope, from division to unity. Let peace fill our hearts, our world, and all creation. Amen. And now, as we draw our worship to a close, I want to thank you for participating in this virtual experience. Thank you for joining us. We're glad you're here. If you'd like to support our ministry and give a donation or your offering for the week, you can find the link to give online in our video's YouTube notes. And now, may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good, that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen.
3: For listening. If you'd like to learn more about our church, we invite you to connect with us on our website, www.ucclittlecompton.org. If you'd like to support our ministries, you can find a link to our donation page in the show notes for this episode. We also invite you to share this podcast or leave us a rating or review to help others find us. Our virtual worship team is the Reverend Rebecca Floyd Marshall, Senior Minister, Lily Clark, Project Manager, Cam Clark, video production, Alex Floyd Marshall, audio engineer, and Charlie Thomas, readings coordinator. The horn and string music you hear is performed by the Thomas family. In our church, it is our tradition to end every service with this simple blessing. God be with you till we meet again. By God's counsels, guide uphold you. With his sheep securely fold you. God be with you till we meet again. Go in peace. Mm-hmm.